0: Welcome to Raw the Podcast with Emma and Amy, where we talk real and raw with mamas who have had to fight and be fierce, who have been thrown curveballs and faced adversity. We discuss
1: everything from premature birth and NICU life to special needs and infant loss. Nothing is off topic. We hope that by opening up and being vulnerable, we can break down the walls and start to remove some of the shame and stigma associated with these traumatic experiences while helping other mamas feel less alone.
0: I'm Emma, a rural living mum to two premier and medically complex girls, Hazel Earthside and our warrior Willow up in the stars.
1: And I'm Amy, special needs and medical mummer to premier boys James and Jack, and a fierce advocate for the premier and special needs community.
0: We don't share your average mummer stories, and this isn't your average podcast. Raw is unrefined and breaks through the bullshit of navigating guilt, grief, and trauma. I mean, let's be honest. We've been through more shit than some could ever imagine. So at this point, we don't really have a filter. But with this being said, please note, we do talk about sensitive topics in our episodes, which we know can be distressing. We give this warning simply to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Please take care of yourselves and don't hesitate to ask for help if you need it.
1: And lastly... Let us assure you that it's not all bad and sad. Above all, we hope to shine a light on the life-changing perspective and appreciation that only these experiences can give you. We share the overwhelming joys and triumphs that our little miracles, both here and in heaven, bring to our lives, and we discuss the inspiration and hope we have gained from this community. While our experiences are individually unique, we are forever a part of something truly special, a community of fierce mama bears and their cubs navigating the storm, and together we'll roar. Welcome back to another episode of Raw the Podcast. It's Amy here and it's a Friday night. I'm in my PJs and I'm sitting beside my hubby. Hi, Scott.
2: Hello.
1: I am, um, yeah, no intro to this episode. We're jumping straight in because you guys know our story and you've probably heard me talk about Scott. So he's not a huge talker, are you?
2: Not at all. Not <laughs> I, normally. Had,
1: I had to convince him to... Come on tonight. Will you guys help me convince him? There was ninety-four of you, ninety-four percent of you. Sorry, that said to get him on here, and only six percent, actually two people, that said to leave the poor guy alone. <laughs> Unfortunately, your mum stitched you up. She said she wanted yes. to hear. <laughs> of course, she did. Uh, so did my mum.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, sorry to the two people that said not to have your body. Here he is. Those two people probably understand oh, her, yeah. how you feel. They
2: know. They know the feeling. <laughs> um, but, oh, well, that's right.
1: No, you're, you've you been, like, listening the whole time and you're really um, supportive and you would do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Scott's a little bit shy. But, um, obviously, a male perspective is really important, a dad's perspective of these situations. So, um This may just be me actually replaying everything you've ever told me and my memories of everything we've been through um, and how you cope with things. I've got a pretty obviously good insight into that, but hopefully you'll have some stuff to add as well along the way. I was thinking if this was another guest, we might need to split it into two episodes, given how much we've been through. But with you, it might actually be our it shortest be episode. <laughs>
2: Turns a um, you get out of me.
1: Yeah, I've Sorry. got a wine, and you can't even have a beer because you're um, playing footy tomorrow. So I could, but well, I told I won't. you, I told you to have a beer That'd earlier, be and you you said you were going to hydrate. Instead, I was impressed. Mm. Thought it might have settled your nerves, but anyway, um, we'll just jump straight into it. So, how's the last six years been? Hey,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been life changing.
1: I'm kidding. Let's, it's been great. It has been great. Mm. Um, we'll start at the beginning. So, yeah, I was thinking, where do we start? Let's just start at the beginning. So um, I guess James's birth, I'm not going to go through the infertility stuff because, like I said, that would just, yeah, be too much. But um, I guess we'll start from when you became a dad. So James's birth, there was obviously, we've shared his story here already, a lot of trauma, very unexpected. Um you were pretty much stuck in a corridor waiting while I was under a general anaesthetic um, and James was being born. I guess, what was your memories of that? And um, I know you were quite numb to the whole situation, especially now looking back, but um, what can you remember of that moment?
2: Yeah, it's um, when, you, when you look back and, and think about it, there's things I just can't even remember that, you know. I remember your mum was there, but I can't remember speaking to her and what she did. Um, but then there's other things that really stand out in my mind, Um like just sort of sitting there, staring at the floor. Uh, I remember doing that. I remember when they they wheeled the trolley past with James. Um, very vividly, remember that moment. You know, that was a
1: willing big him shot. out of out of surgery. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yep. yeah, that's right. The first time I saw him. Um, yeah, and I was like, "Is that my boy?" Sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I remember the nurse picking me up and saying, come on. Follow. Follow, follow <laughs> me. We're going through here.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, and just little bits of the the birth leading up to it as well. Um, uh, I remember telling, being told when when it was time. I remember that very vividly. Yeah,
1: when um, it was time to go to theatre. Yeah,
2: when it was time to go to theatre. Um, been chucked a pair of scrubs, um, so put these on. And I went and did that. I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, what's going on here? Very... Yeah.
1: How cruel was that too? Because they're giving you scrubs as if you're going to be going yeah. into theatre.
2: I did assume that. Well, I guess that's what I was doing. And then
1: and then they we you get out.
2: there and we because of the, what was happening, um, we, yeah, I sit in the you corridor. We weren't allowed to
1: go in. Yeah. Mm. I think we were just so naive. Yeah. We had no idea.
2: No. That's right.
1: No idea of what was um Like I remember you saying, I don't even know if a thirty week uh, survives. Like we were that naive to the whole situation. Um, We didn't obviously get a chance to go through. Like the doctors can sometimes, if if you're on bed rest for a long time, they'll go through statistics of you know how likely the baby's to survive. Um, You get a tour of the NICU. We were just completely thrown in the thrown in the deep end. So there was a big element of just complete shock. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It was a very traumatic experience for sure.
1: Yeah, and then you obviously followed. Was he in it? He was in an isolate or something, or yeah, just stuff. on a trolley? Yeah,
2: I don't remember. I think he was probably just on a trolley
1: going through to NICU.
2: Yeah, through NICU, and then um, I was just standing and looking over their shoulders when they started doing the prodding and poking and weighing and all the rest of it. And to you know, to me, it looked brutal. I remember thinking, God. What are they yeah. doing to this kid?
1: Yeah, to this tiny, fragile little baby.
2: Putting drips in, or whatever they were, and yeah, I remember yeah sitting there looking at him, trying to get a video for you and for everyone, I guess. Um, and then after a while, I, I just did all. It did get a bit much. I remember, I remember walking out and having to give myself a little breather. Um, yeah,
1: understandably.
2: Yeah, so that was, but you know, and then. I think that's where I saw your mum. I think from memory. Yeah. Uh, chat to her what was going on for briefly, and then.
1: Yeah. So you, you've written. I mean, well, I we sort of wrote together a blog mm. about um, your experience of being a, um, a NICU dad, which I will pop a link to in our show notes. But um, I remember you saying that you felt a little bit like you wish you hadn't left, looking back. Yeah, definitely. Um, looking and... back. But, but it's always, it's, yeah, in hindsight. Mm, yeah. But obviously in that moment it was too much and.
2: Yeah, I was just. I, I think you were obviously
1: just, worried about me too because I was.
2: Yeah, I didn't know what was going on with you yeah. at that stage. No idea. Um, yeah, and I was, I, I didn't know what I could do. That was the other thing. I could have just stood there, I guess, and looked at him. But Yeah, like if you weren't di-
1: given direction.
2: On, yeah, yeah. I just, I was, you almost feel like you're just, uh, just sitting in the background and. Just, not, not quite in the way, but, yeah, um, yeah, you just pretty much can't do anything. Yeah. You're very busy. Everyone's busy doing what they need to do.
1: I don't think yeah you, know, you should be hard on yourself for leaving. It's not.
2: Yeah, I know. But anyway, and you're back, very, you know,
1: you've never been in an environment like that ever. No, um, right. no, And like you said, it was traumatic being your first child that, having all this medical intervention so yeah it's yeah. a bit too no, much I was
2: never a I was never a person that um you know would go hold my sister's kids or anything like that and
1: yeah it, <laughs> yeah that's true I was completely.
2: yeah
1: you, you know, until they were
2: went until they were walking I was uh, not, okay my not, not
1: very involved mm. yeah completely changes when it's your own doesn't it that's yeah. like they say yeah um so then I guess was he came back and saw me and um told me that he was okay and well mm. when I finally woke up yeah um and then I, I remember you walking into um theater and just seeing your face and you were so like your eyes were just red like from tears and you just looked so panicked mm. um but then I guess what they willed they willed us well they willed me in the bed after i woken up a little bit um past his cot in NICU and we got our first family photo i can now that's i can't remember yeah, that moment yeah, like i was just <laughs> <you were laughs> groggy you were af yeah, yeah. yeah um but what did you think in that moment did that I, I remember you saying in the blog that you were that's when you sort of felt the pride and the, the love and
2: all yeah, of that yeah well, it was just a lot more um uh, a, a lot calmer environment it was very quiet in there um, all the action had sort of finished yeah and he was laying there and and just you know
1: looked more peaceful yeah definitely yeah
2: it wasn't you know crying and, and there was none of the prodding and poking he was just laying there and sleeping so yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and i don't did you t- did you put your were you able to put your hand in at that point i don't think we did
2: i don't think so no i think i reckon i did when i went down
1: later yeah, yeah. i
2: think we went up to up to the room after that from memory
1: yes yeah, so we went up to the postnatal ward Um I was still really groggy obviously I reckon within a couple hours I had a nurse there manually expressing breast mm. milk out of my bo- <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I know I was like god I can't even feel like I can lift my arms but yeah here's how you mm. squeeze your boobies to make breast milk and your baby needs it so do it now mm. kind of thing gosh and I remember even sitting there we sat there and we talked about Announcing his birth already at that stage because I think we just felt like what else? What yeah, else can we do? We yeah, yeah. Until you
2: filling up to it, and...
1: yeah. Like I just felt so stuck in that room with no. Yeah. Like I was just flicking through all the videos and photos that you'd taken and sleeping and yeah. yeah. And then anyway, at some point you were told that you couldn't stay the night. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah, that was. Did you expect that at the time?
2: Um we didn't know what to expect. I don't know. I didn't even think about it at yeah. the time probably. I wouldn't yeah. even think about going home or yeah. or anything like that. Um yeah, but then when I mentioned it, that was Yeah, it was strange. It was a strange feeling just going home like it was nothing had nothing happened had almost. Happened. Mm. Go home and yeah, that was so unnatural. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um,
1: and then driving home
2: yeah I remember I I remember going down and, and seeing him one last seeing James one last time before I left I spent that I night 20 minutes there or something I'm not I don't think I I don't think I touched him and I can't remember mm-hmm. to be honest with you um yeah spending a little bit of time there and saying goodnight to him and then driving home was just very surreal I don't think I list I think it was just I think I just drove home in silence um mm-hmm. yeah got in the door. And, yeah, I don't, I, very much a blur, very numb feeling when, yep. you, were, when you get home. It was, it was just very lonely almost as well. Yeah. Had my dog and that was about it. I think I pretty much just went almost straight to bed. I think it was fairly late. Um, yeah, straight to bed, tried to sleep, laid there for a bit and yeah. eventually drifted off.
1: Yeah. And you're talking about you know, in those first few days of NICU, you feel so cautious and anxious to touch them. Um, They they obviously seem so fragile. The nurses tell you, you know, um, only touch them when you really need to and um, let them rest. And I know for you, that was, I mean, it's different for me because I'm a nurse. Um, I'd probably had a bit more hands-on experience with babies especially you know families babies Mm. and things um obviously never with a preemie but I don't know almost felt a little bit the environment itself was just a bit more familiar to me I think um but for you you felt really uncomfortable um didn't really want to be involved early on I'll never forget Mel obviously um teaching us how to do his cares Mm. and even then I was like oh my gosh doing his cares already like Mm. he was so tiny and fresh and um even when she got him out for my first cuddle that next day, like they're like, oh, we'll just take him off CPAP and yeah. see how he goes. And yeah. I'm just like, are you I'm sure? Like, right. it's just, yeah. yeah. Just um, see how he
2: goes.
1: Yeah. But yeah. that um, I know you grew a lot more confidence as time went on in NICU of mm. being involved. And then you were, yeah, then we were so all over it.
2: Yeah, definitely took a while. I didn't, you know, I felt awkward. Not awkward, but, um, you know, the first cuddle I got, I was like, all right, I had a cuddle, put him back now. That's where he needs to be.
1: Um, yeah that's right yeah you know,
2: just very quickly I don't know that's just the feeling I had you know you sort of take it very take their advice very um seriously yeah I guess yeah
1: yeah I'm wanting to do everything that's best for them like yeah. not wanting to like I don't I don't want to be selfish and yeah, have I'm this cuddle if it cuddle. means yeah it could send him backwards yeah, yeah. So then we obviously, you know, after a few days, well, I was there, I can admit it, I had a C-section, so I was there for five or so Mm -hmm. days. But after that, when we first left together, um, we went into such a routine then um, of the NICU special care sort of life. Um, And I always remember us driving up and down in silence. We were, you know, what, 40 minutes 45 maybe when we're in
2: yeah yeah it would a bit be further yeah, out um
1: from times. the hospital so it was a fair fair hike i yeah. guess every day in and out um yeah. and it was we all you always prepare
2: yourself in the morning and just yeah. go down silence mentally preparing yourself for... and it's
1: like we just didn't need to say anything to each other like we were living the same thing yeah. so closely and you do, you're just so mentally, physically exhausted. <laughs> it's just like, can't talk, no. too tired, yeah. <laughs> too stressed. Myself but we were together soft. in that. Like yeah. it was a yeah, shared, right. mutual sort of, we understood that. like yeah. it, was never, it was never awkward. No, nah, not at all. Um, yeah. Uh, it's
2: just what was needed, pretty much.
1: We kind of just both knew what the other was thinking and yeah. just like, yeah. And like you said, mentally psyching yourself. And then on the way home, it was like, mentally unwinding and
2: yeah it's very draining
1: yeah I'd be writing my little blog posts yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: that's right Just what we did for the
1: yeah or writing in that that little notebook that I had Mm. and then I remember I started actually I think it was a couple weeks in probably but I started writing that the blog his birth blog yeah um jotting down literally every Every detail every detail exactly what minute it happened Mm. and it's funny that I thought to do that at the time and it turned into that blog and yeah yeah. but that's me very Mm, yeah organized organized. yeah Yeah. um so yeah i guess the the ins and out of nikki life um like i said we were very much in a routine we were because we lived a little further out we didn't have any other children we could sort of we just decided we'd go early in the morning Mm -hmm. spend the full day there um and then come home at night we were lucky to be able to do that I guess you had yeah. some time off work I think you had two weeks off initially
2: yep two weeks off um yeah you know, the first two weeks
1: yeah the f- it was it just seemed such a team effort like getting up in the morning you know one of us would be preparing mm. you know some sort of a lunch or something for the day I'd be well, probably always you because <laughs> let's be pumping. honest I was pumping Yeah. yeah. constantly yeah. pumping um and we'd get our little, you know, cold pack uh, to take yeah, the, the breast the milk, milk in, in. Yeah. and
2: yeah, definitely.
1: Because um, we, like we were there for a full day, so we'd be preparing everything yeah. for the day. Um, tried to take lunch when we could, so we didn't have to buy. Um, and then, yeah, driving down in silence, and then even even walking up, like in the NICU lifts, I just never forget yeah. those lifts.
2: Walk out, turn to the left, and
1: yeah, and buzz that buzzer. that
2: button, yeah, yeah and the and like
1: it's almost like a little community, like. I shouldn't say, I was going to say cold, but like this if you see someone else in there with a little yeah. freezer bag or yeah. something in the in the lift, yeah, you're just no. like, yeah, you know, and you yeah, just look definitely. at them like, I feel you, I yeah. get you. Um, and then, yeah, we'd pretty much spend all day yeah. in the NICU. We'd go out, or wherever he was, we'd go out for um, lunch. We'd try and always go out for yeah. lunch to give ourselves get like a yeah hour break.
2: During summer as well. So it was nice to yeah. was nice go outside, outside and get fresh yeah, yeah.
1: air. But then it was always back in and we always made sure we were there for the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so once we became confident cares. we were there for cares. Yeah. yeah. And um, we don't we'd like take it in turns over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, even definitely. even with feeds, once we learned to gavage feed, we'd be like, okay, it's your turn. Yeah. yeah. and We were so excited to do those. Because otherwise you do, you feel so helpless. Yeah. It was those little yeah, things.
2: That's all, that you gotta do it really, don't you? Yeah, and I otherwise, remember. Otherwise, like I said, you just sit back and yeah, just stare
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I like, I felt that anyway. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, there's, that's, sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. But it was so nice to feel involved. Mm. But you still, you still did like shit yourself every time you, you did it. Yeah. Like.
2: Yeah, yeah that's
1: right. I remember checking his temperature and like panicking if it was a bit low, and we'd stick it back under. Mm. <laughs> we be like, "Come on, go a bit, a bit higher." Yeah. <laughs> all these things, yeah, like, things. yeah. And then, you know, we kind of, those I think those NICU trips, I just remember feeling a bit worried about what we'd walk into as well.
2: Yeah, that's right. Every time, wouldn't you? It'd be, you'd get your phone call during the night. it would make the phone call to see how it was going.
1: Yeah, we'd ring. Yeah.
2: Whenever it was, get his weight when they used to weigh him.
1: Um, yeah. And feeling just so disheartened if he'd yeah. lost weight. Like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I remember feeling so depressed about it.
2: And then you walk in and you check the... Um, You'd check the little stats book and see what happened overnight.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, if you'd had any spills or desats yeah, and the, braddies, it was all documented there, and you could have a look. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, had a couple braddies overnight. Bad. Yeah. Gosh.
2: Mm.
1: Yep. And then I guess the the end of the day, the drive home, and then we'd literally dinner, shower, sleep. Yeah. And then obviously overnight, I was pumping, and I'll never forget, like I'd obviously wake up to an alarm every three hours i was really strict with that like it wasn't every i knot, again yeah. like me being the <laughs>
2: yeah, not.
1: yeah no matter how bloody froze, tired i was the and the i remember are for,
2: are
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we did and then we were asking to borrow chest freezers mm-hmm. and but i remember i don't know it was probably dr chad saying you can push it out to four hours amy like you know give yourself an extra hour sleep and i just felt so like no i can't what if what if you know what if something happens and what if the yeah. freezer melts all the milk and then uh, I was so hard on myself. I think I did eventually push it out
0: Yeah. to four hours. Yeah, I think so.
1: But anyway, after I'd finished expressing at whatever hour of the night, we'd always like call um, the hospital at the middle of the night. Feed. I think it was the 3 a.m. or something. Yeah. But then I would like, when I'd finished pumping, I'd just put the kit on the bedside table. I'd like slide back down into bed to get warm and I'd just like, Elbow you, mm. and then you would get, get up, get... go over to the bedside table and get the milk and take it into label the kitchen it. and label it. Oh, you were such a good egg. You are such a good egg. Wash but... it. And then yeah, you'd wash or rinse all the pump gear mm. and then pop it back by the side of my bed for the next Ready one. The... <laughs> and you were you were so good and hands on like that, um especially with all the practical stuff. Because again, what like that you just felt helpless. We felt so helpless. So I think that was your way of helping. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, definitely
1: And I guess there was obviously that element of Guilt of me having to be awake
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) right
1: Pumping, but
2: You're awake longer than me, I was pretty quick I got pretty quick at doing it all in the end Yeah, I mean I could have
1: just let you rest too I probably did every now and then But I mean, yeah, probably didn't Maybe (laughs) not, yeah
2: (laughs) Uh, Doubtful
1: Anyway um, So you had Two weeks off work, and then you went back to work. Um, yeah, because it was pretty much we decided that you'd be better off being home when James came home. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I think the doctors even suggested that as well, because you had six weeks of yeah. paternity leave. Yeah. Luckily, um, to get six weeks, so. lucky to do that to have that. So you decided that you'd work and then take four weeks off when he came home, which yep. was the best decision ever. Now that I look back, yeah, um, yeah so then there were another four weeks that I sort of did that on my own, and I was very lucky that I got cleared to drive. Um,
2: yes, otherwise it would have been.
1: Yeah, well, would have been relying on either other people or buses, yeah, or
2: which would it possible.
1: Yeah, well, buses from the hills, it doesn't really? happen. No. So. Um so thankful that my obstetrician was like, what did he say? Can you put your oh, foot yeah, push you your foot yeah. on the yeah, brake? Pretty and much I was like, push oh, yeah. this or something. Yeah. yeah. That's all had to do. And um I think obviously being very understanding that I was in a different situation and had to get to hospital. And yeah. so yeah, then I did that for yeah, four ish weeks on my own and then he came home. We obviously stayed in the parenting unit. Uh, yeah. Both of us stayed, didn't we? Yeah. 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 That night. um, And then walked out with our little two-kilo <laughs> baby.
2: Yeah, I remember. Was that? I can't remember. How, how. When did he stop getting monitored? It felt like that was almost the first night. Maybe it was just because no one was, because we obviously slept or were meant to sleep. Maybe that was the the, the anxiety of that first night where he's going to be there and no one's no, going to be. He might have
1: just have come off monitors. I'm, I'm not, not sure. Know. I can't remember. I know they did it pretty quickly after that, but yeah, you, you know this is this is just you. You're on your own. Yeah. Get some sleep. <laughs> we just sat there the whole night awake, yeah, listening no. to him grunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was anxious.
2: Yeah, there's lots. Of, yeah, it was just anxious. It was, mm. but you know, exciting as well, obviously. Yeah, very exciting.
1: And he had his tube in still, so yeah, um, came home with that just until we established feeds. Properly. um
2: yeah. I think it was still the issue with I still remember the topping up yeah issues for it was I can't remember how long that went for I think I went for a little bit because I remember we had that option to top up at home and
1: yeah I think yeah. we had two weeks before he was sort of weaned yeah off of the tube which was pretty good in itself yeah um given he was still only 35 36 weeks when he came home so yeah and then yeah Remember, our beautiful friends, Emma and Damon, were there the day we discharged. Yep. They made a big point of coming, and they sort of walked us out that morning to mm. the car. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah,
2: definitely
1: makes such a big difference.
2: Yeah,
1: those little things. Um, I've
2: seen rem- they felt, I guess.
1: Yeah, so. like they were really, truly, genuinely excited for us, and you could feel it. And they'd been there for us the whole time, yep. very closely. So, um, and I, I remember like the little things. I remember standing outside. Just outside those exit doors with Damon, and I obviously had my little pot belly still from. Oh, and I had, we've got a photo, I reckon, of him putting his dad gut. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Oh no, yeah, he didn't yeah. have
1: a dad gut yet. No just, excuse, Damon. Just your <laughs> just, his just your natural bod. gut, yeah, <laughs> natural mm-hmm. gut. But um, and then he took a video of us walking out as well. Like just yep. those little things, and then putting him into that yeah that capsule, that Capsules. car seat. So the one we oh, hired.
2: I swear, it was worse than the one we had at home. It was
1: but it was like a boat. It was literally like a dinghy. (laughs) I just remember it being completely flat with no padding and he was so small in there and he just looked like he was flopping about. There was no support.
2: I guess all the ones that you buy have always got those extra paddings you put in and 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 all the rest of them. Yeah, this one had absolutely nothing.
1: Nothing. It was just – and it seemed hard. Yeah. And I know I think the main thing with that is that they don't want any – Padding too close to a baby's head that yeah. can't support, you know, can't turn and its head away yeah. um, if it was to be obstructed. But <laughs> yeah. oh gosh, yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I don't, don't think we use that car seat for long. No, I think so. I sat, I'd sat in that back seat because I was like, I'm going to have to literally hold. Yeah, I had hold to literally head. hold his head because <laughs> it just flopped. Yeah, yeah. I like All that. the things. I that
2: drive. Yeah, very vividly.
1: And it's that feeling of being. So excited, finally, and but just being so shit scared. Yeah. Like, what do we do with this tiny baby? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then walking through the door and,
1: mm.
2: and putting him down yeah, on the couch. And, and I remember <laughs> just sitting there staring, just going, what now? Yeah, what now? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we just sat there and just looked mm. at each other like. Yeah,
2: he was in his, not know, he was in the little. Bassinet. Bassinet next to us, asleep. I'm like, all right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do now? Just uh, sit here, look at him for a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then he did. He lived in that bassinet in the lounge room with us. Obviously, when he was during the day, and then we'd just wheel it into our Mm. bedroom at night because he didn't do anything. But
2: yeah, we'd have to wake him for
1: feeds, and he was just no, he didn't. He didn't cry until he reached his and reached his due date, and just constantly changing those um, little. No, uh, Spear rags speer that you put under their speer. head. Yeah. He was just Constant such a spewer. Speer. Yeah, and changing outfits and, yeah, felt like he'd bring up everything that yeah. he yeah. just had. Yeah, yeah. and that was,
2: the, uh, that's, that was the whole... That was the issue That with was the, the whole feeding. issue with feeding, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, then at home you were just as heavily involved with everything. Um, obviously, I was still pumping... Well, we were doing the full full routine at the start yeah. so schedule of pretty much try a breastfeed top him up through the tube if he didn't take enough
2: and then you'd have to pump the and rest.
1: then i'd pump after and then by the time you finish all that you feel like you're doing it yep. all again Yeah,
2: it's almost time to start
1: mate. all the cleaning you did all the cleaning you did all you were in control you're like the breast milk manager <laughs> that's why you just used to like Know exactly what milk was in the fridge, what was in the freezer, when we needed to defrost, yeah. and you just like this rotating it would
2: just be the sink would just be overflowing with yeah, bottles and syringes s- and yeah, all that sort of stuff. the pump pump gear. yeah hasn't really changed though. still doesn't. <laughs>
1: no, isn't that no,'t that sad?
2: Both, far out it's <laughs> well, bad now, but it's close.
1: We're slowly dropping on the syringes and all of that now, aren't we? Yeah mm. but yeah. How bizarre! Yeah, it's
2: crazy.
1: <laughs> but I think that was like your way of feeling again, feeling helpful mm. and doing the practical things. Because especially with the breastfeeding stuff, you just feel yeah. you were, and but you you were great. Like I'd I'd finish a breastfeed, and like he, he was a big burpee yep. refluxy baby, there. so you'd take him and hold him upright for a good half an hour. Yeah,
2: trying to stop him from
1: spewing, spewing everything, everything up,
2: everything up. Yeah. And getting
1: trying to get burps out of him. Yeah, um, and some days, sometimes you just leave him up on your chest. For the full, we did. We just cuddled yeah, just, him, yeah. didn't you? Because we could lay
2: down, and he'll just sleep on you till he was ready to get feed again.
1: Yeah, like Which that. Okay. That photo I've got of you, yeah, playing PlayStation.
2: Yeah, and he's just laying and he's me.
1: just laying up on your chest and you're like both hands on the controls. Mm-hmm. So you're not even he's just there, like a little koala on your <laughs> chest. But that's what we did. We did that for a good, I reckon we did that for a good four weeks, were yeah. We just cuddled him because
2: we used to it as well.
1: Yeah, he did. Then he wouldn't be put down.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> Shot ourselves in the foot there. Mm, that's right. That's why he still wants us to lay with him yeah, six it. years later. He
2: mm-hmm. still gets angry if we don't. <sighs> uh,
1: yeah, so let's fast forward to the second time around. So, Jack, completely different story really, wasn't it? Or con- yeah. Completely different experience. Still very much a, um not the birth, but the carefree, stress-free pregnancy or birth experience that we would have nah. hoped. <laughs>
2: no, that was still...
1: Um, Massive stress. We're not going to go into the pregnancy too much, no. but um, that was tough. Um, but then at least you were there for the birth, planned, a bit more of a planned. Obviously, I was still in hospital and you got the phone call saying it's happening, hurry up, yeah, get so here.
2: It was, yeah, and then it was like, oh, it's not going to make it, wasn't it? Was
1: that- so, yeah, the, do- the doctor came in that morning and said, all right, Amy, it's time, we need to get this baby out. Like, all my bloods were going off and... My blood pressure was going higher and I had a blood nose that night. I reckon that was one of the tipping points. And with the preeclampsia and help syndrome, I mean, I was still, I was so closely monitored that it never got bad, yeah. but um, I think we'd been, we pushed it as far as we could.
2: Yeah. And then I it, guess it was just with, um, we got James now. So it's not just a matter of jumping in the car and running down to the hospital.
1: Yeah. So that was the thing he said, okay, we're going now. Yeah. And I was like, no like i remember pushing back and saying no i mm. um, it's not that urgent i'm well the baby's well let's let scott get here and yep. be involved he will be there this time yeah, and so. it was actually the midwife that was like he was kind of like oh i'd rather you be the first on the list yeah and um the midwife convinced him she's like no, no no let's let's you know we can push that out to second on the list and let scott get here and thankfully that's what happened yep. um and then, yeah, it was pretty – it was funny because I had to drop James somewhere and you rushed in I and then we sat there sat for quite a bit, a bit yeah. um, waiting for it all yeah, to happen.
2: it did take a little while.
1: Yeah, because I remember the birth photographer was there and we were just like, okay, come on, get we're get ready. this done. Yeah. 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 yeah, ready to go. Yeah. And so you were allowed in the room this time, obviously another yeah C-section. Yeah. Um, but so much more of a controlled environment yeah. you were allowed in. Yeah, was... Um, there was just this calm in the it room. Was, there was, was music calm. playing. All of our doctors were there that we wanted there, and yep. I think they just all knew after well, our last yeah, well, experience. Yeah, especially Doctor Chad. Like he was cracking jokes, wasn't he? Like yeah. trying to just keep it so lighthearted. hearted yep. and. Um, yeah, that quite, yeah, they were
2: great. Yeah, incredible.
1: The and then obviously you got to do all those.
2: Yeah, all the. Normal, yeah, you know, cutting the
1: umbilical not. cord yep. and. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember
2: that. Taking him over to the table and doing all the rest of it there, and yeah, it was it was good.
1: And then it was just you all just walk. I remember I was because I was obviously awake lying on the table. And you just all walked off so calmly to Nick Yeah,
2: And um it's completely different.
1: And I remember our obstetrician that managed us the whole way through, he was still in the room because he had to remove my stitch yep. and sew me back up. And he just he we just had a little chat. He's like I remember him saying, um, I think he said I think he said something like, This was one that, you know, a very high stress, um, pregnancy, you should be so proud. He's here, you did it. Well done. Like, and I just remember think feeling so and he was almost breathing a sigh of relief, yeah, you know. I think
2: so. mm. yeah. He lived it. it a lot he lived as it, well. yeah, he
1: did. He lived that we with felt us. Like that. Mm-hmm. And he had he, I think he felt a lot of responsibility as well. Yeah. It just yeah, much nicer. Yeah.
2: Um Yeah, definitely right. definitely um polar opposites to the obviously the James, the James experience. Couldn't be any different.
1: Yeah. And we were expect, like we knew what to expect in terms of the NICU stuff yeah, as well. Yeah. Like that just seemed like a walk in the park. Like when I went up to the room, I was like, I know, I know how to do this. Yep. You know, I. It's not. It's still not a normal. Still not. You know, not the same as the lady next door who had her baby mm. next to her. But um. Yeah. Just, just. Knowing what was coming and knowing what I was going to see when I walked into NICU and yeah, just a lot more prepared.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, With Jackie was. Uh, well, he was on monitors for, what, two days, did you say?
1: Not even, I reckon the 24 hours.
2: 24 hours.
1: I reckon the next day when we went in, well, maybe two days, but I remember, I think it was one of the first times I went down there properly, it must have been the next day, um, and they were taking the monitors off, and the wires off, and I was like, um, are you sure? Like, I remember being quite yeah. worried about that. Yeah. But he was two. He he was born at two point two kilos, which is the same weight that we took James home at. Yeah. So you just you look at yeah. that and you think, how far ahead he was already? Yeah, yeah. Just from yeah, that extra nice. four and a bit weeks of cooking. Yeah. Crazy.
2: I still remember um, oh, when Jack was in the was in there, and you'd still hear those monitors beep. Yeah. And it wasn't him because he didn't no. have any monitors on. But the panic. But yeah, I still remember the panic you would feel. Or just to, to just relive a memory from James's experience.
1: Yeah, and almost when you hear those monitors in there, you you and if, if it's not your baby, your heart goes out to the person yeah, next to you. Yeah, And a lot of the time, they're nothing. They're nothing, yep. or um, yeah, but they're pretty disturbing. <laughs> like yeah. hearing those, especially the real loud ding, yeah, ding, ding it ones, and going, yeah.
2: Have the or whatever. That's
1: and cool. that's still, like, a trigger. Yeah,
2: definitely. I like still I hear it. You and,
1: yeah, and even you in, you know, when we, we're in hospital now, even, like, I'm a nurse, so I hear it all the time. Mm. But I know you've said in the past, like, coming in, and if you hear that, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Flashbacks. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, so we had quite a short journey. He was home crazy within a week. Um, I think I only had one day at home, one night at home, without him so obviously I was in the hospital admitted yeah. again for I reckon they stretched me out so that I only had to yeah.
2: He'd stay in there for longer
1: yeah because I had a UTI I was quite sick quite febrile and anyway yeah I only went home I think yeah went home probably day five or six and then spent one night at home and then the next day we were going and mm. he was de- well I think parent room then maybe parent or did what we do you, the parent I don't room
2: even, I don't know I can't remember I don't know if we did. If I just yeah, completely... we did because I
1: remember Shelley coming in and being involved with that. I, don't know, I can't.
2: Was it? I don't think we stayed overnight though, did we?
1: No, it was just a day thing. That's right. Yeah,
2: I don't, yeah that's probably. We not.
1: only had a few hours in the yeah, morning. They're like, oh, just... these two have got this?"
2: <laughs> yeah, we're there for.
1: But we did. We had. I had just so much more confidence, mm. and little did we know what was coming.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's good. He just couldn't swallow properly, could he?
1: And like, but never picked up no. in there. And you wonder, because he was taking off monitors so quickly, you wonder whether he, a few more.
2: Would well, that be uh,
1: who knows? Well, you don't know. If you don't him know. Up there. I remember though, yeah, that was one thing I do remember, is breastfeeding him in the nursery, like when he went through to Skaboo, sitting out in that window room, mm. the best room in the house, get the best seat in the house.
2: Just go there and stay there. You'd get I'd the, get there get
1: early the and make sure I day, um, put water my water bags life. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I remember sitting out there and breastfeeding him and he was squeaking, remember, and we videoed it. And yep. then we showed it to Chad the next day and he's like, Yeah, clinically he's got laryngomalacia. They popped a monitor back on his foot just for another
2: when he was feeding. Yeah, him. for another feed to yeah. check that he
1: wasn't desaturating. it. But he was. He was desaturating probably down to eighty eight. Yeah. While feeding. But then he'd, you know, unlatch himself, have a good breath, and it'd come back up. So they were happy with that and just said he'd grow out of it. But yep. yeah, that was sort of the start of little did we know. I mean, yeah, it took us all the extras yeah it was probably three months before we even noticed that something was yeah, not right starting
2: sick. Yep. yeah all.
1: yeah all right so we've got a couple of listener questions about the specifically sort of to the NICU quest um NICU journey so someone asked about this is this comes up often we actually talked to Trent about this when we had him and Casey on recently um that stigma of being a NICU dad and being the strong one and sort of feeling like you have to hold it together um, for, you know, for your wife or your partner. Um, Did you feel some of that?
2: Um, Yeah, I think you definitely feel it. Yeah. Obviously you go through some traumatic experiences there and I don't know if it's just the male stigma. It might not just be the father. It's just, you know, men don't show feelings sort of thing. I don't know if it's just, Mm -hmm. if it's...
1: Men are always seen as the strong one in yeah. all situations really, aren't they? Yeah, that's they. right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, def- I definitely feel it. I reckon there was a few times where I just, I don't know, if I would, in the privacy of my own home, I would come home here and have a few little moments. Yeah.
1: Um, Almost like you just suck it up in the actual moment yeah. and then feel it later. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah,
2: pretty much. A bit like that. I had my, you know, especially with James, I would have... I'd lay on the couch with, the, with Cooper, our dog, and have, you know, that's where you'd give him a cuddle sort of thing, mm-hmm. let it out there a little bit. you probably do. You don't, you know, subconsciously it all happens a bit. You don't do it on purpose it, mm-hmm. for me maybe, but you just sort of hold it in for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's more, do you think that's more of a not wanting to be seen as or viewed as weak in public or more that you'd want to support Your wife and be strong for her. Yeah,
2: I think you don't want to. You don't want to add any extra stresses to to anyone, really. To an already shit situation. Yeah, yeah, like you making it harder by, well, not making it harder. I guess I don't know. probably in hindsight, you're not making it harder. You're probably sharing it a bit more. No, yeah. um,
1: I think you've gotten better at that. Yeah. Like, still only with me, not with the public. But you're a bit, probably now a bit more open with how you're feeling yeah and yeah. that comes with being I think everything we've more... been through and yeah, being so. a parent <sighs> and mm. um, you've always been a very chilled out kind of yeah guy but you're also very sensitive
2: yeah that's right I reckon like that. you grew up with
1: three sisters mm. I always say that that's why you've got so- you're such a big gentle giant because you've <laughs> got three sisters you know how to treat women oh, <laughs> <of course. Yeah. laughs> or you just you had to put up with them long yeah. enough you know how they are yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Cool. Um, and then I guess the mental toll, I guess we've sort of covered that, um, the mental toll of being a NICU dad um, and having prem babies. I guess not just being a NICU dad but, yeah, the ongoing journey of having prem babies, you know, doing it twice. Um, mm-hmm. You've never sought any help for it um, but you're a very, like I said, you've you've always sort of just dealt with stuff on your own, in your own way.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's the way I do it, I guess. Um, but I think it, 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 I think it definitely has. It does take its toll. You know, when I do listen to some of your podcasts, you know, it um gets to me. Definitely listening to them brings yeah. back memories. And you've said and a couple of times
1: you've had to turn it off and come back to it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just you know, um, brings up a lot of feelings that you haven't had for a while, I guess. When you listen to when you when you do soften and and think about it and talk about it,
1: and even when we talked about doing this, like doing this pod, um, you're like, Oh, I don't, you know, you've got you've got such a good memory, but of this time, you kind of it's all quite blank and a bit of a blur. And I said, I think it's just you kind of once you leave and you're out of that situation, and that's it, you don't you don't think about it again. Well, you try not to, and especially years, you know, we're years on now from James, especially, um. You don't really recall and relive it often. So when you do, it's...
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you sort of...
1: It brings it all back. Yeah. I think we just sort of... you just We just dealt with it and like over a good period of time. Like I don't think... Like the sh- it, hits, it, hit you, it hits you later. Mm. And then you sort of just find ways yeah. to cope with it, I guess. Yeah, um, definitely.
2: You just, you know, it's just you accept it and that was what your experience was, I guess. Yeah. And for me personally, you know, you know that I can't change it. So,
0: um,
2: you know, I don't dwell on, I don't like to dwell on stuff like that too much. And I said I listen to your podcast, have a couple of moments every now and then if it, if it mm. have little flashbacks almost, but yeah. get on with life after that.
1: Yeah. All right. And then someone else asked about sort of the impact on our relationships throughout our NICU journey. Yeah. Um, uh, if anything, and I'd hate to say this because I know it's not always the case, but I feel like it probably made us stronger. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Especially those. I mean, we, it's not to say we didn't have our bloody hard moments, mm. but the Nick, in specifically the hospital journey, I feel like we were just such a good team, yeah. and there were times when we'd bite each other's heads off, but we were so we were so understanding because yeah, we were both so stressed.
2: Yeah. Just let it go. If we did did do it, it was just all right. We were just we just, just couldn't. Give yeah five or ten minutes because be we couldn't and, focus
1: on that we just didn't have yeah, the yeah. space and we knew we just had to be there for each other
2: mm. to I get think, through it i think we both gave 110 percent as well so it wasn't any you know we both yeah. did as much as we possibly could to yeah make so there it was no there was
1: no you <laughs> didn't do the dishes yeah well, that we do now yeah <laughs> uh,
2: different now yeah no but you're right dishes. you're
1: like yeah you do always do the dishes let's not get started on all of that um <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Like none of us could have given any more or had anything to bite. Like we had nothing yeah. to yeah. to hold against the other one. Like yeah. it was very yeah. And then, I mean, coming home and all the issues we had with James's feeding, I think that was that's when it sort of probably we were a bit more at each other's throats yeah. because it was we were well, life sort oh, of fuck. We were stressed. Yeah. Um. Like.
2: And I'm back at work. And
1: yeah, well, life. Like I said, life goes on a bit more. Yeah. And life happens and like all those other added stresses and yeah you did you had to go to work and in a way you probably felt like you were hmm. missing out on all that stuff at home and I
2: couldn't help on that work and you know in hindsight I was still playing footy and I remember I remember driving home from that from when we used to live at Nan and driving into the driveway and if I saw the light on in the in James's room I was thinking oh shit mm. this hasn't been a good bedtime And like maybe yeah. I shouldn't have went to footy and
1: yeah. Yeah. And, like, I remember messaging you quite frequently in a state, like in a massive mm. meltdown yeah, yeah, because like, I couldn't
2: yeah, yeah. settle in or, or he wasn't feeding. Yeah, I remember that lot, plenty there, yeah, plenty of times at work.
1: And almost yeah. and I remember you saying, you know, what can, what can I do? And yeah. I just, I think I expected you to be doing something even though you couldn't, like, you know, that whole, mm. yeah. So, I mean, it was not to say that it wasn't, we didn't have our moments. Oh, yeah. and Nikki, like,
2: The um, NICU, like you said, was...
1: We were just heads down and yeah. there was no space for anything else in the NICU yeah. and but yeah, at home I think like you said, everything else sort of weighs on top of everything and mm-hmm. I mean we were never rocky. Um, no. but just those little it's just one thing on top of the other, tiredness and yeah. we just bite at each other a bit more. But yeah, yeah. again, I think we were pretty understanding, giving everything we'd and we were both experiencing it like we were both yeah. so heavily invested in that the whole breastfeeding thing, I remember you trying to you just wanted me to have a break and to he was feeding so much better I'm not going to go into the the big this is a massive story but he was doing so much better on the bottles reflux was better he was feeding better he was taking full volumes there was no question of how much he was getting he would weigh better if he'd had more bottles and I remember you know you saying is it just worth us just you know for your mental health Amy just just give him bottles and let him it's not gonna it's still your milk you know and me just feeling like that was an attack against me you know and it wasn't Mm. but at the time I just I was so stubborn yeah yeah eventually I was like yep he's better like I kind of accepted that this is the way it had to be he's better on the bottles we went with that for a bit and then that cast nurse came around and goes why don't you give it one more crack (laughs) and I just (laughs) remember you thinking
2: shut up and then it was
1: actually D, my sister-in-law, who saved the day by mentioning that stupid little what are they called nipple shield? Yeah, nipple shield. That so nipple shield saved our down. relationship. <laughs> so, well, not our relationship. Yeah. My breastfeeding relationship, yeah. probably. Yeah. Made all the difference. That's. It was, yeah, I remember that's bloody carting that thing around everywhere we went. I'd like flop it out on the dinner table when we're out. <laughs> oh shit! The memories. Hey, yeah. we can laugh about it now. Mm. Hmm. See, you can talk. I mean, it was probably mostly me, but.
2: Yeah, of the odd few things, but.
1: It's been an hour and we've, well, nearly an hour and we've only done NICU. So I think we will have to split this into two episodes. So um, well done. Proud of you. We'll, Thank we'll, you. We'll come back and talk about, um, next week we'll talk about special needs, parenting, medical parenting, basically all about Jack. And I I've kind of want to just talk about our day to day life, what that looks like. Um, not really retell his story or anything, but just, yeah, the um, navigating what I like to call our everyday shitstorm. Mm. That is, I mean, it's so happy. We're so happy. He's so, yeah. like, our boys are just so fun. And yeah. Jack is just, he's, he's his own little mm. dude, isn't he? But, um, just the realities I guess of what happens behind yeah. the scenes that people just don't probably comprehend so yeah
2: definitely yeah sounds good all right bye 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 See